Hi, welcome to Health Now from WebMD. I'm your host, Carrie Gann. This podcast is your go-to for easy to understand health information. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Smith, WebMD's Chief Medical Editor. Earlier this summer, we invited some of our staff members to take part in a 21-day health challenge. Their goal was to spend those three weeks on the Whole30 diet. Now, if you haven't heard of it, Whole30 is a pretty rigid eating plan. For 30 days, you stay away from added sugar, whether it's real or artificial. That means no honey, agave nectar, even artificial sweeteners. No alcohol, not even for cooking. No grains, so that means no bread, no rice, corn, or even quinoa. No legumes, this is all kinds of beans, plus chickpeas, peanut butter, and tofu. No dairy, so all types of milk, ice cream, cheese, and yogurt are off the list. No baked goods, no junk food. And certain additives like thickeners, MSG, and sulfites are also a no-no. Now you might be asking, what's left that you can eat? But in reality, there's a lot of good food still on the table. You can have veggies, seafood, meat, even some fruits. The goal is to get you off processed food and into real food. According to its creator, Whole30 is an elimination diet. The idea is to help you find a healthier way to eat. Yes, it will help you lose weight, but along the way, it will also help you get rid of foods that can cause cravings, inflammation, high blood sugar, digestive problems, and they claim even seasonal allergies. Now, this may be called Whole30, but if you want to reap the rewards of a whole food diet, then it's something you need to plan on for more than 30 days. Whole30 also eliminates certain foods with known health benefits like dairy and whole grains. Now that's no big deal for 30 days, but think twice about this strategy long term. Now there is no ramp up period. You just dive right in on day one and you go from there. If you cheat or slip up, your 30 days starts all over again. So here's how it worked for some of our editors. Hi everyone, this is Stephanie Snipes from the WebMD editorial team. So I am on day one of Whole30 and uh, I would say so far it's going pretty good. I'm actually about two thirds of the way through day one. Uh, I called yesterday day zero, which was the prep day. Uh, and that took a lot of effort, just making sure that I had enough food to eat and actually a couple days worth of stuff cooked and ready to go. So I did a lot of protein cooking and roasted off a bunch of vegetables. So I had stuff to pack. And I think, you know, today I'm feeling really motivated. I have lots of stuff ready to go. So it hasn't been too horrible. The worst part of my day, I would say, the not being able to put any sweetener or cream in my tea this morning was a not so fun plain tea. Not exciting. My name is Myra. I'm a senior health planning editor here at WebMD. What I'm looking to get out of this challenge basically is to get in better shape, to reap some health benefits along the way, and to hopefully lose some inches or some weight and just to pretty much try to detox my body as best I can during this process and feel better about myself physically, emotionally, and mentally speaking by the end of this journey. Hey guys, it's Stephanie. Uh, this is my week one report. In a nutshell, I would say week one was a rough, putting it mildly, it was really rough. 
So it was essentially four to five solid days of headache and feeling like I needed to take a nap all the time. So I had just like no energy, no nothing. I started getting really bad leg cramps one night. So I started taking magnesium, which seemed to help with that. There was just kind of like this general feeling of blah and a little bit of a foggy brain. So that was really not fun. The first week was going just fine. I've been working out and also doing the Whole30 and everything was fine. Uh, then came the weekend and I'll be honest, the weekend got a little bit tricky. I went to have brunch with a friend and this poor server, <laughs> he was speaking to me for about a good two minutes because I had to ask all these questions about ingredients of certain things and uh, to help me decide what I was going to eat and what I could eat, what was Whole30 compliant. So the weekend was very tricky. My friend got to enjoy a delicious cupcake. We went to a cupcake place and I just watched. <laughs> I feel much lighter. I don't feel bloated and I have more energy. So that's been, that's been nice to see. So I just finished week two yesterday and I feel so much better than how I, utterly miserable I felt after week one. The first part of week two, I still felt tired, like just this exhaustion. Um, and I, so I did a lot of research on it and they were just saying basically that my body, all the kinds of energy I was giving it, I'm not providing that anymore. So all its go-to things like sugar and carbs and all of that stuff. Now my body is trying to relearn where to find energy, which is part of why that's happening. Uh, but it's, it was pretty brutal just like maybe two days ago. So at the tail end of week two, I'm starting to turn a corner. I can tell for sure that I'm starting to get a little bit more energy. I'm really excited about that. I would say the food part is shockingly easy. That sounds crazy, but I really felt like I was going to have this huge void because I couldn't have grains or this huge void because I couldn't have cheese. I mean, cheese. I thought I can't live a life without cheese and I haven't really craved it that much. However, I am definitely still craving sugar, which is kind of the bummer because sugar's the problem. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that as I enter into week three that I'm going to stop feeling the pull of sugar. There have been times where I don't feel the cravings so intensely. And then there are other times where I do, especially as it pertains to sweets. But then again, that can be because I haven't had any kind of sweets whatsoever since May 1st. And since doing the Whole30, I have just stayed away from sugar altogether, including anything that's been disguised as sugar or sweeteners or anything of that nature. So coming up on almost two months of no sweets, now it's really kind of starting to hit me. It's really difficult when you go grocery shopping and you realize that 90% of the stuff at the store has sugar. It's been boring and sometimes I have to really stop and look up different recipes and to meal prep it takes most of my day and I've been reserving it usually for Sundays to meal prep. But on the bright side, there's been a lot of good things too. I continue to feel really lighter and with a lot of energy. And I measured myself prior to this 
uh, journey and I also took my blood pressure and I've already seen my blood pressure has gone down I've lost inches so the results are showing so this is effective and it really goes to show when you switch your food mentality and you try to nourish yourself with more wholesome foods non-processed no junk foods it really makes a difference in your body so that has been great and that has made it worth it for me. Okay, I've made it to week three. I will, I'm happy to report that my headaches are starting to go away, which is the biggest thing right now. And my energy is definitely better. I keep expecting this tiger's blood that they talk about, but really what's happening is I'm getting energy back, but it's the same energy that I had before I started the program. So there, I was expecting like, my house to be perfectly clean because I didn't even sleep at night because I was going to have so much energy and that is definitely not happening. I still don't really miss carbs. That hasn't been so bad. My weight loss is definitely stalled and I am really tired of cooking. I'm really, really tired of cooking. As much as I love it, I'm tired of it. And the one thing that really surprised me is I'm still having a lot of cravings. I expected by now not to have any cravings, that I wouldn't be thinking about sugar anymore, but Still I am. In total, I've lost 12 pounds, which happened in like the first week, really, week and some change, and that has totally plateaued. So nothing going, nothing moving on that front. So that was a bit of a bummer, but hey, 12 pounds is good. I just finished completing Whole30 and it's been great. I've gotten some results and benefits that has exceeded my expectations. Starting with, uh, there was some weight loss. I lost a total of eight pounds in these 21 days. And that was really exciting to see. And in addition to just the weight loss, I was also measuring my blood pressure and my blood pressure also went down. And it's just been so exciting to finally get to the end of this journey and see that there has been some really good results and that my body was being responsive. And I'm just very happy right now with these results. And I'm really glad that I took on this challenge. It was difficult at sometimes, it was tricky at sometimes, but at the end of the day, it was so rewarding. And that's what matters to me. I would do it again at some point and I do wanna maintain this rhythm. We made it through and I am definitely looking forward to a nice French toast this weekend. Today we have Stephanie Snipes from our editorial team here to talk about her experience with Whole30. Hey Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, so what was it that initially drew you to Whole30? I had some lofty goals going into Whole30. Um, I really wanted to get some energy back because I felt like my energy was a little low. I also have been eating way too much sugar. So I saw it as like an opportunity to kind of like clean the slate, get mm -hmm. a little detox going. And then I was hoping for a kickstart to, to weight loss. I've been dieting since I was 12 years old. So I was like, maybe this is a good way to kind of, again, kind of detox and get myself ready for just more sustained healthy eating. So 21 days in, what, <laughs> 21 were, days what in. were the results? <laughs> so 21 days in, the results were 12 pounds of weight loss, which is pretty good in three weeks. Yep. But considering I do have a lot of weight to lose, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't higher because I thought surely by cutting out 
everything <laughs> that there was going to be better results than that. But it was all right. It's obviously Whole30. And we set a goal for all these challenges at work that we were going to do them for 21 days. And I really intended to do the full 30. And then we got to day 21. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. So I could quit now and it still be okay. I was like, I'm done. What happened about your energy level? The first two weeks were so rough. I had a headache for two solid weeks. I mean, it was it was really rough. And so by the time week three came around, I was really expecting all this energy to, you know, to happen. And that really didn't happen for me. My energy got better, but it was the same amount of energy that I had prior to starting. So, so it kind of dipped and then came back up. That's exactly okay. right. That's what happened for me. One other thing I wanted to note about it was, and this was really exciting for me, was while I was on Whole30, my appetite changed dramatically. Mm. So I was never hungry, which was a new concept for me. I'm always hungry. I have almost an insatiable appetite. So actually when I was going through it and and eating all these good foods and the fats that I was eating and really focused mm. on the protein and the vegetables, it completely changed. I never thought that I wouldn't want to like snack or, you know, do anything, but it made a total, it was a transformation in that way for sure. And I liked that too. You're known around the office as a pretty amazing cook. So from that perspective, what did you think about Whole30? Well, first, thank you for saying that I'm an amazing <laughs> cook. It is my passion. Like that's what I do when I'm not here. I love to cook. So I really thought going in, this won't be so bad because it's what I do. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I cook every single night. I mean, that's what I do. No, it was much harder than I expected it to be. I will say this. I ate a lot of delicious food. I mean, there's no question. The food was really good. It was. It took a lot of work, but it was mm -hmm. really delicious. So I incorporated things like ghee, which was really great, which is, you know, clarified butter. So it has all the butter fats, which I really enjoyed because it wasn't something I really had cooked a lot mm -hmm. with before, but it has a higher heat point. So you can do more sauteing with it, whereas butter would burn. So bonus. I ate a lot of vegetables, which were great. I did a lot of roasting of vegetables. And there are things that I ate that I still eat today that were really delicious. One of my favorites is I do a Brussels sprouts bowl. So I'll just roast off a ton of Brussels sprouts and then put a protein on top, mm -hmm. um, toss it with a little homemade vinaigrette, just like a lemon vinaigrette. And I can eat bowls and bowls of it. And it's really delicious. Now I will say my post whole 30 version has a little goat cheese on top. That's really not so good. Uh, but not much. Everything that I ate was really good, really flavorful, delicious, but it was a lot of work. Like every single thing I did was a challenge. So you can't mm. use cooking spray. You have to use oil or you have to use ghee, which is delicious, but it's funny because it was almost forcing me to eat more fat than I would have naturally because I would have just used cooking spray to make my eggs in the morning and instead I'm trying to cook eggs with some ghee or some olive oil, which is seems unnecessary. It was a lot more work than I expected it to be and I was exhausted by yeah, day that, 21. That's something coming from uh, someone who loves cooking. <laughs> so is that really when you hit that day 21, you're like, yeah, I can actually stop now. Is that What was the main reason that you felt the relief to to actually give it up at that point? I think it was a couple of things. I think one was I 100% felt like 
I was so like working all day and then trying to do all these meals at night. And then my whole weekend became about meal prepping. So I was ready for the next week and the just not having a single thing that I could just turn to to make it easier. I mean, there are certain things that you can have. There are um, certain bars. I think there's like two different bars that have one or two different versions that you can have for meals. But that was just not that satisfying. So it was, I think, a combination of that and the combination of not feeling great. I mean, it was three weeks of not feeling good. And so at that point in time, seeing that change so that I would feel better and more energized and like this was accomplishing something for me, I didn't see that happening really. And so made it easier to start the transition back to normal. So any of the changes that you made during Whole30, did any of them stick? Uh, let's see. Mm, not really. But it's kind of a bummer because there are definitely things I want to reincorporate. But what happened for me is I felt so restricted that by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, I'm just going to ease in. One of the things I missed the most were just drinks, like not even alcoholic drinks. Like I'm a tea drinker. I just want a little honey yeah. in my tea or a little agave. I can't have any of that. Like that part of it was really hard. I didn't miss carbs at all. I thought I was going to miss carbs. I mean, I thought that was going to be the hardest thing. Even cheese. I was so worried and stressed out about cheese and I didn't miss that so much, but it was the drinks. It was cooking spray, it was gum. And, you know, it was just like those normal everyday things that kind of made it hard. So once I decided to make the change and I started easing off of it, then I kind of went crazy. The first bite full of sugar I had, it was over. <laughs> so everything that right. I undid everything that I had done, which is disappointing, but it had the opposite effect of what I had hoped. I think it was so restrictive that I completely rebelled by the end of it. But I would like to reincorporate like the low carb eating, I think works really, really well for me. Mm-hmm. It was interesting because one of the things that I had heard was that kind of like normal aches and pains and things like that would start mm-hmm. to to go away during it. I did not even notice it. And I think because I had a headache the whole time <laughs> that I didn't notice it as much. But as soon as I went back to eating everything, I could tell that it was helping my joints and how I generally felt. So it's funny that during it, I didn't reap the benefits of that. But as soon as it ended, I noticed a big transition. So you noticed that the Whole30 did improve your joint pain. You just didn't necessarily notice it because of the headaches. I had such bad headaches that I couldn't, right. I couldn't really get past the headaches. But then that my headaches went away and all the aches and other aches and pains came back. And it was like this aha moment, like something that I was doing was really helping with all of that. So now I feel like I need to go through kind of an exploration to figure out was it the combination of all those things or if I just got rid of the carbs or Mm -hmm. rid of the dairy or rid of the sugar or, you know, some elements of it to make it a little more manageable going forward. Has the joint pain come back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did pretty quickly, actually. It was like I was good for like a couple days after and then I would say probably a week after as I started incorporating everything back into my diet, I started to notice it. So someone's thinking about trying Whole30. What do you think they really need to know going into it? I think number one, you really need to think about the cooking because that's the key to the whole thing. And so prepping food is the biggest piece of advice I could give everybody. Like make sure you're ready, clean out your pantry, make sure you have nothing in there. I had a big like fire sale at my house my brother (laughs) came over and i was like take all these things and i just cleaned everything out because again the cravings never went away for me so if there were things in the house i fear that i would have gone for them um and then it really is i i would say 
have a plan for those like pre-make some spice blends or look for paleo there's some paleo with paleo spice blends that are compliant on whole 30 that you can actually get on amazon and other places get your chicken stocks and all the things that you're gonna need ready make some meals so they're in the freezer and ready and i did not do a ton of prep up front i think that would have helped me long term I absolutely love that you, you know, you saw some benefits, but you also called out some of the challenges for you because it's something that people really need to keep in mind. So thank you for sharing your story. I think it's actually spectacular. Sure. Thank you. Joining me now is Myra Oliveira, who also works here at WebMD and took the Whole30 Challenge. Myra, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Now, you said that one of your goals was to get some health benefits out of Whole30 and you had a pretty big perk your blood pressure went down. How, how much of a drop did you see? Yeah, that's right. That was actually one of the good benefits um, that came about. It went down by 13 points. That's really good. More or less, yes. It was, it was a very good thing to say at the end. Now that I assume was the top number, the systolic blood pressure number, yes, 13 points. Yes, that's correct, That's yes. really good. And so, I, but I heard on the other hand, the plan was a bit of a buzzkill at brunch. So any advice for people on this plan when they're in a social situation, which you know, obviously could bring new challenges? I think definitely when it comes to anything related to health and wellness and when you're doing different plans, it gets tricky on weekends. So I would certainly just suggest to plan ahead. When you plan ahead and then you go out and you have lunch with your friends and you have breakfast with your friends, you're at least mindful of what you're going to be eating. And so just take the time to plan ahead. And so when you get to the restaurant, you know already what you're gonna order. You take the time to look at the menu and see what's okay for you to eat, what's not okay. That way you're just you know mindful of these things at all times. And I wanna pop back up to the blood pressure question just for a minute. Sure. You know, one issue nutritionally that really does affect blood pressure is our salt intake. Do you feel that you were eating less salt on the Whole30 than you might have normally? Yes, I was, absolutely. I wasn't adding salt to anything, really. I didn't even have salt at home. And say, ordinarily, if I would put salt on avocado or guacamole, I just did it all together. Mm -hmm. So I did notice that was another part of it, that adding salt um, does affect it. And so when you just remove that from the equation, I think the blood pressure also goes down. And now that um, the challenge is over, what's happened to your blood pressure? Has it stayed pretty stable? The last time I checked, yes. It's still down by about 13 points or so. Good. So that's been very good. And I just wanna continue to be mindful of that and be mindful of the seasonings that mm -hmm. I'm adding. and my sugar intake as well. But yes, I've been able to, to up to now, keep it under control. Great. Now, but I did hear that uh, another big challenge for you is that you found it a little boring at times. Tell, tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, well, that was interesting because I'm a creative person in general, but not <laughs> when it comes to food. So I definitely had to explore and sometimes even research online to get some new and creative recipes. And so that's what I did, because I kind of ran out of ideas in order to help me with my meal prep. So I just went online or I went on social media on Instagram and just looked up certain hashtags to give me ideas. And then that was that helped me to get out of this, you know, little boredom hole, so to speak. 
Well, because convenience foods, and I don't necessarily mean junk food or fast food, but just prepared foods are really at a minimum on Whole30. Was that a challenge for you? It was. It, it was at certain points, but the nice thing about Whole30 was that there were, there were no calorie restrictions. So then I could really just kind of toy around with different foods because there was no calorie restriction. So, and the more I noticed that the more I consumed just produce, veggies and fruit and uh, protein, uh, the cravings for those prepared or junk foods uh, started to decrease. Great. Now, blood pressure was a goal, but did you have any other goals, kind of secondary goals associated with Whole30 that you were hoping to see? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, weight loss uh, certainly was one of them, as it is for most people um, when they take on a wellness plan. Mm -hmm. So weight loss was certainly a part of it. And just my overall well-being to hopefully just feel more energized, more ready to go, less sluggish, uh, less tired at the end of the day. So those were also things I was hoping to attain. Did you see any change in your weight during the challenge? I did. Uh, um, I lost a total of eight pounds. Oh, that's good. It was a total of eight pounds. Yes. So that was that was a nice surprise. I wasn't, you know, eyeing the scale at all times uh, because I think the scale only reflects a certain part of mm -hmm. your goals. Absolutely. And but yes, I did lose eight pounds. And what about your energy? Did you see any change there? Yeah, I had a lot of energy. I did. I had a lot of energy. It was funny because typically after a long work day, you're tired and you're ready to go home and just relax and rest up. And that wasn't the case for me. After work, I could I still had enough energy where I could exercise, where I could run errands, meet with friends mm -hmm. if I had to, and attend to other priorities. So I assume you stuck with it, right, for the whole 21 days? I did. <laughs> it was it was a bit of a challenge towards the end. I'm not going to lie, but I did. Yes, I did. So how did you, you know, how did you give yourself a pep talk to really stick with it? I'm the kind of person where I believe in focusing at the light at the end of the tunnel. Just focusing on what are the results you're going to get at the end, what are the benefits you're going to get at the end. So whenever I reached a low point or I thought it was a little bit of a struggle, let's say I, you know, one day I was craving a brownie or something, I just reminded myself, stick to this because in the end, hard work always pays off. And mm -hmm. I really believe that hard work always pays off. And yeah. thankfully it did. Great. Now, um, you had kind of prepared a little bit for it, maybe not intentionally, but you'd already cut out sweets, you know, and a few other things before the challenge. Do you think that actually helped you? Absolutely. I think anybody that's considering Whole30, I would strongly advise to ease into it. So prior to starting Whole30, I had cut out sweets for two months, a total of two months. So when by the time I started Whole30, it wasn't that difficult for me since I had already not been eating sweets or consuming sugar to begin with. And I think that definitely helped because I was already slowly but surely easing my way into the plan. So you felt okay like early on. Some people are challenged with headache, et cetera, but you felt okay? I did. I did, yes. 
I did. I felt okay. And for me, it's it's the fact that there were no calorie restrictions really helped. So whenever I was hungry, if I felt it coming on, I could just grab a healthy snack and I was ready to go and just continue to push forward. So any other pointers for people who are considering and you know, giving Whole30 a try? Set some goals for yourself, even if it means write down what it is you want to achieve. And so that way, during your journey, you can be mindful of that and you can tap back into your list. Time for our tweak of the week. This week, break out of your recipe rut. We've been talking a lot today about the Whole30 and eating healthy. Now this all sounds great, but exactly how's it going to happen? Especially if it's been one of those days or weeks. And takeout sounds super tempting. This week, bust out of that rut. Take a little time to browse for a new recipe that matches your food goals. Maybe it's a dish for meatless Monday, or breakfast smoothie, homemade hummus for snacks, or your own fish tacos, whatever you like. Check for ingredients you need to get and pick a day to try out your recipe. Maybe it'll be your new favorite. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out WebMD on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We have some great information and the latest in health news too. Hope everybody has a great week.